Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the People Choice Podcast. And I'm back here with a special, special guest. It's a man I've known for a very, very long time, even back to when I was good old slant. That's an insider for all y'all that know about that. <laughs> My boy, Sean Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. Paycheck on the first and the 15th and make nearly $2,000 a month as an 18-year-old. It was absolutely amazing. And what I want to do is I want to leave you guys with a quote. And that's, sometimes you have to step off the main road to be able to carve your own road to success. And if you guys feel like you are ready to take that challenge and to carve your own road to success, I'll be in the back. And I will show you the way how the Marine Corps and myself can make you successful and help you achieve all of your goals. Once again, my name is Corporal Jackson. I'm your local Marine Corps recruiter. Congratulations, you guys, on being seniors. You're almost there. Keep pushing. Thank you. Uh, my boy Sean here, he, he joined the uh, United States Marine Corps. He's a recruiter. He's done so many things, but I'm going to let you give yourself the introduction because I know you could do a lot better than I can, brother. So go ahead. Introduce yourself to my peeps and new audience. Man, I appreciate you, Alvin. Thank you very much. And um, it's super awesome to see you again, man. I've definitely known each other for a while. Um, podcast is great, dude. Uh, I absolutely love it, man. I've been I've been watching a couple of episodes the last uh, week. Saw Dom and Matias, and those are just completely really inspirational. Thank you, man. I but, uh, yeah, no problem, dude. Um, so just getting into me a little bit. Uh, originally from Harnett County, uh, went to Western Harnett, uh, graduated in 2015. Uh, just kind of mulled around a little bit after that. I uh, went to community college down in Southern Pines. I uh, wasn't really feeling that. So I uh, enlisted in the Marines in uh, 2017. Uh, I was a inventory management specialist, so pretty much like Amazon Marine Corps. And um, started going to school at uh, Campbell. And then um, I got opportunity when I was a, e, a E3, so a Lance, a Lance Corporal in the Marines, to go uh, work at the recruiting office in Fayetteville and just kind of help out. And I, I kind of liked it. You know, I vibe with it a little bit. And uh, they said, hey, once you get promoted to corporal next rank, you can come out here and switch over to active duty and be a recruiter. So I said, you know, bet that. And, like, I got it. So I ended up doing that. Uh, went off to recruiter school in California, came back. And I was a uh, enlisted recruiter in Fayetteville. Covered uh, Douglas Bird, you know, all them good schools and everything. And then I covered down... Uh, Robeson and Bladen County my last my last couple of months as a recruiter and then uh, I ended up finishing up my bachelor's while I was at recruiter school and okay. the officer recruiter hit me up and I was like dang I've always wanted to be an officer you know it's just something I've always wanted to do and I was like this might be a good time um, luckily I had an extremely supportive command uh, who allowed me to just to, to uh, submit my package so I went to officer candidate school uh, January 15th, and I finished up like March 28th. And now I'm a second lieutenant uh, working at the officer recruiter in Raleigh, uh, waiting to go to my next school and just taking it from there, dog. Wow, man. Let me give another clap for that, brother. That's awesome, man. <laughs> I got to give you a round of applause, too, because, you know, the podcast is absolutely awesome, man. You know, you've had some amazing people on here. Um, you know, just the way that you, you chop it up with people, man, and you vibe with them like it's the flow is just so great. And I'm just extremely proud of you, man, because you know, you're, you're doing your thing, bro. And, and chasing your hustle and it's, it's, it's going great, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And I'm so honored to have you join that, you know, people's choice podcast family, man, for real, because, you know, I love spreading people's, you know, message um, positively, you know, even through the negative, they still have positive and motivation. Mm -hmm. And then I'm so happy that you're on the show. Cause I know, you know, I can't imagine things you've been through and could share, you know, <laughs> to my audience, you know. So this is really exciting for me, too, because, you know, it's been years since I've seen you, too, man. And just, you know, hearing all the accomplishments that you've done, man, I'm so proud of you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. So to start off, I always love to start from kind of like the backstory. So I know you said you grew up in Harnett County. But what was it like growing up for Harnett County for you, bro? Man, it was great. Um, I think I definitely didn't appreciate it as much when I was younger. And like looking back at it now, like, you know, living in Fayetteville, it's like, dang, you know, I miss going in the backyard and there being nothing but trees and some woods. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, but it was good, man. Like, really met a lot of really good people um, throughout, like, middle school, elementary school, over at Western, man. Um, just met a lot of really, really nice folks, good folks, uh, you know, friends that I still talk to. And, you know, some people I don't talk to anymore. But I think it was a, an absolutely great place to make memories and uh, a lot of great people out there, man. Yeah, that's, that's why I met you, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Hard yep. Count. <laughs> so, so, bro, at what point did you realize that you wanted to join the Marine Corps? Man, um, I would say just overall for the military, um, mm-hmm. it was around around the end of 2016. Or excuse me, end of like 20, uh, 2017, middle of 2017. Man, I was uh, I was working at a retail store in Fayetteville, and I just—I think one day I was just like, "Man, what am I doing here? Like, this this pay is not is not it." Like, I think I got yelled at by a customer or something, you know. It just you know not a good day, man. And I was like, you know, what am I doing? Like, I got homies who are in. I got you know friends who are in college. You know, I got all these other people I know or see who are kind of have like a set path and a set route. And I really don't. I'm just kind of taking it day by day, like fluttering in the wind type of stuff. And I was like, that's I don't really think I want to do that. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, the Marine Corps was not uh, on my mind at all. I was pretty much like, you know, I ain't joining the Marines. They're crazy as hell. That's definitely not happening. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's um, there's that, uh, that, that stigma. Of, yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> No, no yeah. disrespect because I got a lot of Marine friends. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, they're totally right. But um, <laughs> so I went to I went to the Army recruiter man, and uh, he was cool. But like, we just kind of he just like I don't know, man. He just hit me with like typical recruiter stuff, like, oh hey, fill out these papers, take this test, and I was like, and he asked my name, you know, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Air Force recruiter told me like I needed to make an appointment with him, even though I walked in and I was like, "Yeah, fuck that, I'm not coming back. I'm good." And uh, I was like, "I'll just pop in the Marine office and get a pamphlet." You know, I ain't gonna sit down for nothing. I'm, I'm smarter than that. But he was on the phone actually, so I like totally interrupted this dude's day. And being having been a recruiter, mm-hmm. I would have I kind of see like why he slammed the phone down and was like, Hey brother, come on in here. Um, so yeah, man, but just, I think what really kind of drew me in was I didn't really have a, a set plan of what I wanted to do or where I was trying to go. And I feel like I kind of needed that guidance and just overall for that first interaction with the Marine Corps, he was like, really, really pulled me, in, pulled me in, was really just straightforward and honest about what I was trying to do. He actually asked about me. And I think, that's what kind of sold me compared to the other branches is he really just talked about who I was, you know, what I was trying to do, you know, what was really important to me instead of just saying, Hey, recruited this, recruited this, recruited this. So it was more of a personal conversation, which now knowing, you know, having been a recruiter is like, Oh yeah, that's, that's what you got to do to actually make that connection with somebody is talk about them. And then, you know, you get to the business aspect second, once you build that relationship first. Definitely, man. Shout out to your, your recruiter, man, because that's that's awesome. I didn't know that you, you know, you went to different ones and so would you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. I know this question might sound crazy, but most of us, you know, civilians and other people want to know, is the Marines like how they portray it on the movies or the video games? or <laughs> And do you also feel that maybe TV, like Hollywood and TV video games uh, do a good job of portraying or displaying what military experience is like. Um, so for, for the for the Marine Corps aspect of the question, I, I don't I don't know, not at all. Um, I think, and I used to tell this to you know like kids kids I would talk to you know mm-hmm. who were interested in the military man is like you know what you see on TV on ads on YouTube that's the stuff that's going to draw in attention. You know, uh, a lot of times when you see Marine Corps ads, it's it's infantry related stuff. Right. So like combat, storming the beach, freaking roping out the helicopter, you know, just getting into it. And, yeah, you know, that's a part. 
but you know that makes up around 26 27 percent of the marine corps you know there's tons of other occupational fields and stuff that people don't really like know about mm-hmm. because that's not the stuff that gets highlighted because you know what's going to draw somebody to come in and you know see a recruiter some call of duty looking stuff mm-hmm. or somebody like sitting on a computer typing up a report like probably not mm-hmm. so I think that it's 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 just like you know it's it's like normal life, you know. Uh, there are definitely some aspects of it, you know, that are true that are a little bit tough. Um, and then just for the overall military thing, man, like I think some things yes, but some things no. Mm-hmm. Like you switching from a rifle to a pistol, you not just tap and Y, you know, it's not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> just like Xbox stuff. players. <laughs> yeah, man, and little things like. Oh, you know, just crouching, being in the phone for a while, you know, that, that kind of sucks. Like, you know, when you're crawling on the ground in Call of Duty, it's easy because you're not feeling the rocks and, and the pain and the and the rain pouring down on you and everything. So in some ways, the media does a good aspect of portraying the military. But in some ways, it's like, Brad, that ain't realistic at all. <laughs> Definitely, man. And I'm glad you touched on that, too, because I know there's going to be somebody watching or listening to this and wondering, like, you know, is it like the like when I think of movies, I think of Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> I don't know, you, you seen it before, right? <laughs> yes. Man, <laughs> I was like, when I see that, I said, "Oh God, this is what it's like." <laughs> but at least it's good to know that that's not exactly what it's like, brother. So tell me, what was basic training like for you? Like, what was that experience like? Um, you know, man, like. I'll tell you a funny story. So on the bus ride down there, you know, everybody's chopping it up. Everybody's saying, oh, it's going to be easy. We got this. And, uh, you know, we're all we're all just talking and going about it, you know, talking shit to each other and everything. And there was this dude, my man, uh, Sasanishi, shout out to you wherever you are in your career right now. Um, Japanese dude. Um, and he actually bowed to his parents at before we got on the bus. And it was so cool because it's like, you know, never seen somebody so traditional like that mm-hmm. and um we're sitting on the bus and you know what you know the average 18 21 year old person is talking about you know oh, yeah yeah you know what we're talking about oh yeah stuff <laughs> you know hey bro i ain't get caught up doing this and recruited man didn't catch me man let me tell you what i was doing last week but uh-huh. uh my man sasanishi was uh just sitting in the seat on the bus and bro was just folding origami and he was nice with it too like dude handed me one of them little paper cranes and i'm just like man thank you bro and um speaking on the bus ride you know you get there at nighttime so it's like eight nine o'clock when you get there and um it gets dark so you know we in the bus and it's dark and ain't nobody got a phone no more you ain't got nothing bro you just you just there with the people and um bro was still folding origami (laughs) <laughs> like he was so skilled at it that he could fold it in the dark oh. and we're just like dang bro you you wicked smart <laughs> but um yeah man like you pull up and you, know, you see the videos and everything you know mm-hmm. especially like before you go and this goes for boot camp for officer candidate school man the same stuff like you know you try to prepare yourself as best as possible but like nothing prepares you for when you actually like legit roll up to little yellow footprints and then you see the drill instructor standing there and then you like oh shit it's it's real now and um i just remember bro getting on the bus yelling get off my bus all that and then just mayhem from there <laughs> <laughs> and but uh it, it was a really good experience man like i, I think overall you know mm-hmm boot camp you know you're going to learn basic military stuff you know shooting weapons history little you know little things like what uniform to wear for this for that but i think like the really best thing about boot camp is you really you really find the like family that you're gonna have forever mm-hmm. you know the, the people that you go to like it's like being like like a football team right you know yeah. the people that you're on that team with even though it's for a short period of time like you know you're going to go through stuff with that person you're going to share things with that person that you probably wouldn't share with the average person just because you're in like that 
bubble of friction and tension. So you have to grow close together. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like you, you'll be 10 years later, you know, four or five years later, and you can still hit up somebody you went to boot camp with and be like, Hey man, remember that one time? Hope you're doing well. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Just the, yeah. The brotherhood aspect of it was, was really the most memorable thing. Awesome. And, um, I was going to say, because um, I know you, you probably see some that go around, like when they, um, it, like, it's recruiter memes where they're like, the guy sitting on, like, the bed or something. I'll put it in the video if I, if I see it, because it surfers around now. It's like, damn, my recruiter really likes me. He didn't tell you it was going to be like this. <laughs> Did that thought Man. ever go through your mind? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be honest. <laughs> And then I'm looking at it right now, man. And um, most most of the kids I uh, I enlisted have already went off to boot camp. I got two uh, who are still in high school. Uh, definitely, if it's cool, man, I just want to give a shout out to them. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Two tremendous young men who are about to graduate high school and you know go off there. It's super good dudes. Uh, so shout out to uh, McKeever out in Bladen County. He's about to go to boot camp. And uh, Dashno, he's about to go to boot camp uh, in like two weeks. Um, and the reason I want to appreciate the reason I just wanted to shout them out was, um, you know, seeing how far both of those young men have come from the first time I met them to now, you know, military stuff aside, because at the end of the day, it's not really about that. But just seeing like the confidence that they have now, the physical fitness, you know, just seeing how much they've improved in school, how much they've improved at work you know, how much they've improved with their, with their social and family lives. Like, I think that's just kind of the most important thing is seeing them grow from seeing just them grow and like come along this journey and everything, man. So I'm, I'm proud of them. Um, but to get back to your question, man, uh, hell no. Nah. Like <laughs> they're never going to tell you how bad it is. And I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna tell you how it is. Like, if you don't like it, then <laughs> yeah, but, but um, it's not for you. <laughs> yeah, and then um, man, recruiter man didn't tell me nothing about freaking holding your Footlocker all the way out and everything. Like, officer recruiter didn't tell me nothing about. Oh yeah, we're gonna run seven miles today and run through the obstacle course like seven times. Like you said, it's gonna be like college, bro. This <laughs> is not like college. <laughs> And and that's just a little a little sample of what it's like. I can I can't even imagine like oh just manly grinding bro, first time. Yeah, bro. First time um I got spit on my face, bro. What? So yeah, bro. It was like the second. It was like the third oh. day of boot camp, right? Just on the enlisted side. Mm -hmm. uh, on the officer OCS side, they don't really yell at you as much. Um, so this is like enlisted boot camp. It's third day. I'm already like, bro, what the hell I get myself into? I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> but um, they didn't really know our names because there's like, you know, 70 or 60 of us. So they, they don't know. So he would just call me tall ass bitch. And like the first time he said it to me, I was like, bro, what did you just say to me? Like, oh, my goodness. Oh. But I was like, everybody says they'll punch a drill instructor. They ain't about that. Like, nah. Um, but he walked by me, right? And we were all just getting yelled at. And I guess I didn't tell him good morning or good afternoon at the right time. Mm -hmm. And a dude got like literally like this close to my face, like we right in my face and just yelling full, full volume in my face, bro. And then I just felt like the, the spit just mm -hmm. and over here. Like I kind of closed my eyes for a second. And I was like, yo, dude. Is bro yelling at me that hard? Cause I ain't say good morning right. That I got spin on my face, and I was like, "Well, it's real now. I'm here. Let's do it." That's when you had to switch into that uh, that new mode, like that new gear, the new level, man. Cause mm -hmm. I, I've, you know, we got a bunch of friends, you know, growing up in Hart County. That's all went to the military, yeah. different branches, and you know, it's funny you say that, you know. Because of a good friend of ours, <laughs> I won't name him. I won't put his name out there, but he was like, "Yeah, they was calling us little bitches all the time, and and really trying to break us." Like, <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" So it's it's crazy how they try to you know break you just so it could build you back up, go stronger. Like, mm -hmm. it, yeah, you, definitely. You, you got to be tough, really, for real.
in your opinion, bro, for our next question, what do you think it takes to make to make it basically as Marine? Um, you know, I think what it really takes at the end of the day, man, is just confidence and being humble. Mm. Um, you know, at the end of the day, man, I, I've seen I've seen dudes, and this this was more prevalent recently. Um, when I was at the the officer officer boot officer boot camp, pretty much, mm-hmm. and um, you know, there were dudes out there um who ran like college track. Uh, there was this dude. He went to uh, Florida State for track. He ran like a, a 17 minute three mile. Like bro was burnt. Bro had the burners, dog. Like really? it was crazy how how fit this dude was. But he was he was kind of cocky. He was kind of arrogant, and he wasn't really humble. And he ended up not making it through. Mm. So I think you know just the number one thing you need is just you know confidence. To understand that even if you can't do something right now, you know, we all have unlimited potential. Mm-hmm. You know, we we all can do whatever we put our minds to. Like, that sounds cliche to a lot of people, but I think it's really true. And, you know, you may not be able to do something right now, but who's saying you can't do it tomorrow or you mm-hmm. can't do it next month, next year. But, you know, you got to be humble and you got to understand that, hey, this might take a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it may take long hours of blood, sweat, tears, you know, mental effort, physical effort. But at the end of the day, just having the confidence and the trust that, you know, I'm going to come through on top at the end of the day. I think that's the most important thing is if you're humble, you know, you'll, you'll be good. You'll learn from other people. You know, you might be able to pick it up faster and just having confidence, man. Like, you know, you'll get it. You'll get it eventually. And if you don't, you know, maybe it's not for you. And maybe that's the sign that you need to, to move on to something else and really, you know, find your path. Exactly confidence man and I, I think that is going to get you through life not not just to make it as a marine but also in life man it's just having that that confidence for real because <clears throat> you know i've been podcasting for almost two years now and i feel like i'm just finally getting confident like which is crazy you think like because if you look back in past episodes you're probably like oh you, you always got you in your element nothing that's just a natural gift from god who's not to talk to people <laughs> in different levels man. but <clears throat> yeah, bro. But the gift of gab is something special. Yeah, man. And I well, shout out to my boy Antoine. He used to say that all the time at work. He's like, man, you got the gift of gab, man. I don't know how you do it, but you got it. And now I got that plus the confidence. And now I'm really, really taking off. And I'm just real happy that you touched on that, that confidence for real. Yeah, man. It's, it's awesome to see how much your podcast has grown, man. Um, I saw your first episode, man. Then, you know, I watched a couple in between, but, you know, it's just awesome to see, man. And, you know, you've been, you've been killing it since day one, man, but it's, it's really awesome to also see, you know, just how the confidence has grown and the flow is getting better and better, man. And I, you know, I know if you, you know, you're an absolutely hard worker, man, you've been grinding since the day I knew you, bro. So I, I know that, you know, this podcast is going to continue to rise get better man you know you're gonna be on that joe actually you're gonna surpass joe rogan level man you got right. it, thank you brother thank you man that's the dream no, and that's, you, actually that's the goal the, the dream and the goal man. one day to surpass joe rogan and maybe one day we'll look back at you know this episode and be like yo sean <laughs> we did that <laughs> you know like that's <laughs> a rocky stuff man. Real. uh like uh my next question bro so after you graduated and you know, made it through the grind. And when did like recruiting come to your mind where you're like, man, I think I want to be a recruiter? Um, I would probably say um, it was this, there was a kid, right? Um, so he, he was really overweight. Like this is when I was just kind of like helping out, you know, kind of more of an, an assistant type thing. Um, so to clarify a little bit better, so I was in the reserves originally, and then I switched to active duty when I was enlisted to become a recruiter. So I was looking for something to do because I was only doing the Marine Corps, you know, one week in a month, two weeks in the summer. So I was like trying to get on it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I ended up, you know, asking to go on orders to the recruiting station, blase, blase, blase. So this kid, right, um, he really, really overweight. Like, dude, we, like, run, like, maybe not even a lap around the track and bro would be dying. Mm-hmm. 
And over time, you know, through a whole lot of yelling on my part and but just, you know, a whole lot of just working with dude, man, like taking that extra time. Like, yeah, I yell. Yeah, I yelled at his ass like every day. But also like, hey, man, like, what are you eating? You know, what's your diet like? Like, let's let's look at stuff like that. You know, let's maybe analyze things you haven't thought about and then see what happens. And then um, I finished up my time helping out at the recruiting station. I was back in my reserve unit for a little bit. But before I left, um, I dropped him off last time. I'm like, hey, man, you know, proud of you. And, you know, I was I was a little emotional, too. I was like, dang, man, like, you know, I've seen you drop like 30, 40 pounds and you can enlist now. Like, you know, now you actually have the option to get out there, man, and, you know, have the military, you know, set you up and everything. And, um, you know, he was like, thanks, man. You like a father figure to me. And then at first it was kind of like, well, we're like four years apart in age. So that's kind of weird, but (laughs) (laughs) nah, nah, man. But I think that's when it really hit me. And I was like, yeah, bro, I I think this is what I want to do. And uh, he ended up not enlisting. Uh, He got his weight back up. Didn't really do nothing. Um, he, so he's, he's, in, he's in New York now. I think last time I talked to his mom, she said he was doing good. But at the end of the day, man, like it don't matter. Like, yeah, he was supposed to join and he didn't. But, you know, he's successful now. You know, he has confidence. You know, he has his own passions now. And it's just it was just cool to be a part of that that journey for a little bit and see him improve. Definitely. Man. And that's that's amazing that you was inspired by him just saying, you know, man, thank you for pushing me, believing me. You're like a father figure. I know you said it was kind of weird to be like four years apart. Yeah, like, it's it's amazing where you can get that inspiration or love from, you know, like even from someone who's younger than you or older, you know, like and it yeah. sparks something in you that you're like, man, I love this feeling and I want to give this feeling or get this feeling again and then help the next person grow and the next person like that's that's awesome that's actually <clears throat> going to my next question um, that I was going to say that um, you know what separates you from other recruiters um, you know I would say um, at the time and, and a lot of it just goes back to when I was an enlisted recruiter because being an officer recruiter is kind of different man like and I'm, I'm just kind of an assistant there Cause I'm just wait. I'm just there till I go to my next school. So, um, but when I was an, an enlisted recruiter, man, like I think what I really tried to make set myself apart from other recruiters is like I'm gonna invest 100% of myself into you. Like by all means, yes, it's my job to recruit you to get you to where you need to be at and put your ass on a bus and send you to boot camp. But at a deeper level, I'm not here for I'm not here for the number, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not here to make my quota or none of that shit. I'm here for you. I'm here because like, this is your dream. You know, this is your, this is your passion. This is what you want to do. You know, this is your next step. So let me do whatever I can do to help facilitate that. So I I think what really, I tried to make set me apart from other recruiters is I will always be there for you for everything. Like schoolwork, I got you. You need to vent because, you know, a chick broke your heart. I got you. Like, you, my phone is on 24 hours a day. I don't care when it is. I don't care when it is. You give me a call. If I need to come pick you up, I'll talk to you. You're not free till the weekend? Well, I guess that's when I'm going to see you. Um, just, just really putting the recruiter stuff aside and just being like, hey, man, like, I'm like dad, big brother, coach guidance counselor all rolled into one and you know at the end of the day bro like that's what really makes a successful i just think like leader and boss recruiter whatever way you want to look at it is you know you can be good at your job you know you can be good at ordering people around you know making them do making them do shit but at the end of the day man like it's about them it's not about you so as long as yeah, as long as they're taken care of, you know, you know that you've put everything you can do into them. And uh, the way I like to look at it is, you know, being like a leader, you know, being a good recruiter, you know, just a, a good person in general, man. Like, you know, your job is you're like the master craftsman that's building their like pathway to success. So like you're building that staircase so they can climb 
you know, the steps to success and get to their goal. You know, they're not going to be the ones who get to the top of the staircase or they're going to be the ones to get to the top of the, top of the staircase, not you. And you got to you got to be willing to sacrifice that burden and take that so, you know, they can get to where they're trying to go. But Amen, man. That's, that's deep right there. That's good. Man, I appreciate you. I've been holding that one in for a while. <laughs> that's great, man, because I think a lot of a lot of people need to hear that for real. That advice that you gave. Um, and just telling you, you know, your story of like, you know, what separates you from other recruiters. Like, I'm truly, truly honored just like, for you to share that. So to help out more of the people that's probably going to uh, watch this, like the ladies and gentlemen, uh, what's some good advice that you would give them to score higher on their ASVAB test? Oh, man. Great. Thank you for asking that question, man. That's That's a question that a lot of people, I think, really need to ask who are like interested in like military service and stuff, but don't. So the number one tip, man, that I could give is find out what type of learner that you are. Um, everybody thinks, all right, I need to score good on the ASVAB. Like I'm just going to go to the bookstore and get me an ASVAB book or I'm just going to pull it up on YouTube, man. Not everybody learns the same. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if, if, you know, that's what you're trying to do, you know, you really need to look at, Hey, like, how do I learn best? Is it, actually sitting down with a book and reading it you know is it through a video is it through somebody else actually physically sitting down and showing you and i think that's a method that a lot of people truly need that they don't use is they they really need you know a tutor or somebody or a friend to sit down and actually show them how to do this math problem or break down this like english paragraph but not a lot of people do that. And it, it's kind of hard because, you know, ASAP tutors cost money and stuff. Um, I will say if anybody is in like the Fayetteville, just Fayetteville general Cumberland County area, surrounding counties, um, Fayetteville tech does an ASAP class. And it's for free. So, you know, I think a lot of people have gone and done that and they've came to us and be like, Hey, you know, I took the practice test with you like a year ago and I got like a, t- a two, mm-hmm. but I went to this ASVAB class over at Fayetteville tech, you know, take it again. Now they're getting like a 30, 40 and then now they're, you know, doing their thing and starting paperwork and all that mess. So Definitely. But just finding what learning way works best for you. Cause if you don't find it, you're just going to put the round hole in the square peg and then it's just like not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to touch on that, too, because, you know, I remember you mentioned earlier about, you know, the jobs that are um, that people don't even know about in the Marine Corps. And I know scoring well in the ASVAT uh, test will definitely help open up those uh, opportunities for you. So I'm glad you definitely touched on, you know, ways to prepare, the, prepare a young man or woman ready to uh, take that next step into their life and their career. Yeah, no, just one last thing on that, man, is take your time to like, you know, I'll I'll admit, you know, as a recruiter, there are definitely times, you know, we trying to rush kid like, hey, man, like, you know, hey, you take an ASVAB like this week because, you know, you're trying to get them as fast as possible and everything, man, you know, it's it's part of this part of it's part of it. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. Um, But I would say, you know, if anybody, you know, who's listening, who is interested, you know, take your time man. don't take the test until you feel like you're you're actually truly ready because, you know, that's going to determine what you're going to be doing. You know, don't, don't ever shortchange yourself and rush yourself into a test because, you know, recruiter man, like recruiter man's always going to be there. Recruiting office is always going to be there. Military is always going to be there. So it's perfectly fine to take a couple of months or take a couple of weeks or however long you need to study to where you know you're going to get a good score. You know, don't let anybody push you or rush you into it. Definitely. So Sean, let's have a little fun here. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, mutual friends that uh, you know that serves like yourself. And one thing I love talking to them about is the MREs. <laughs> so, uh, what is your favorite, and what is your worst, and why? Oh man, my favorite. <laughs> And before you answer that, I want to give a shout out to, to my boy John because we always talk about one day I'm gonna have him on the podcast so we can do a review of like us just eating it. And uh, I'll put a picture for the peeps that don't know what MRE is because <laughs> he got some stories. Man. What's your favorite and what's your worst? And I'd say my favorite is 
surprisingly, most people hate it. Um, I'll probably say uh, beef stew, right? Um, it's so mm-hmm. basic, it's so simple, and it just it tastes like shit. Still, but <laughs> it it has the comforts of home, and and the snacks that come in there are pretty good. Um, the worst MRE is I'm probably gonna butcher the name of it because it's just that freaking nasty. Um, it's like spinach fettuccine, spinach cream with fettuccine with mushrooms. I had it one time, and that was the last MRE I had, and then. We were, we were in the we were in the field for a little bit, man. So I ain't have no other options, and I ate it. And I said, I'd rather fucking starve. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. No, it's, it's it's not it's not hidden, bro. Nothing about that. It, no, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, no, nah, man. It's just nasty, bro. <laughs> like, I've only met one person who enjoyed those. And I was like, nah, you a serial killer dog. We ain't even cool no more. Just, <laughs> nobody likes that. Definitely. Yeah. Like, I remember me and uh, John would talk about this even before, mm-hmm. like, um, doing the podcast. But then I was like, you know, we got to do a review episode. Got to do the reviews, too, and, yeah. of just MREs. And he, he's actually in New York right now. But uh, when he comes back, that's the plan. We're going to do one. So you can get my reaction, which probably all, like up here like up top off the wall because i know john will probably be used to it but it's gonna be funny because i've heard things about the chili mac and then i've heard oh yeah chili some mac, things. Of that. yeah once i heard about the beef stew but some people don't like the beef mix it, it tastes really weird so that's why i was like i gotta ask him <laughs> oh man thanks for asking uh, for answering those questions yeah no problem no problem uh my next question um i know we talked about you know um what separates you from other recruiters and also advice for the ASVAT. So I'm going to ask, um, what message would you give to any young man, woman, or even maybe someone in their twenties that's just tired of the life they're living and is thinking about joining? Um, you know, I would tell them that the, the military, I feel like for anybody, you know, who's within, within a, you know, like 18, 17 to like, you know, even like early 30s, in all honesty, you know, it can be a really, really positive option for you. Um, you know, the thing to understand, though, is the military isn't like a, you know, freaking one pill fix all type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you come into the military having a lot of issues, don't think just being in the military is going to make those go away. Um, it's it can really give you a foundation. And, you know, for people who are kind of lacking that, whether it be financially, you know, they're looking to get their education, but they don't have a way to pay for it. You know, just all that, you know, typical stuff. It's it's a definitely a, a really solid option overall because it's a career. You know what I mean? Um, it requires a lot of effort. Um, it's there are abnormalities about the about the military that you know you may not see in the civilian world. Like. You know, the civilian world isn't going to tell you, hey, bro, you know, you're going to this country or you're going to this region of the world for six months, you know, deal with it, I guess. Um, you know, just little things like that. But um, overall, man, like it's a good option. I would just say that if the military is something you want to do, understand that some people join the military thinking that's going to be what they're going to do forever. And they don't stay in forever, which is perfectly fine. But what comes from that is I've seen so many people who have joined the military who actually were able to figure out what their true passion was in life. And, you know, a big reason for that is the military provides you with that foundation to where you can kind of pursue certain things you might be interested in during your free time. Like um, a lot of dudes, you know, I talk to my recruiting time would say, hey, man, like I really wanted to get into music or I'm really trying to get into, you know, I rap and everything like that's cool. I really want to get my stuff out there. Well, hey, man, like let me show you this dude who, you know, got in the and got in the Marines, you know, did his four years, you know, got himself some good money, you know, was able to buy better recording equipment, you know, was able to market himself a little bit better, you know, get more professional stuff done. And he was able to use his experiences and now he like raps about military stuff and has a pretty, pretty good following. But that goes for anything, man. Like, you know, you got a business you want to start, you know, hey, you know, use that military experience, you know, use that that money you're going to get to put it towards your business. So once you get done with your military time, you already have a solid foundation that you can build your business on. So 
I, I'd say probably just the biggest thing, man, is like, you know, it, it's a good option no matter what you're trying to do at the end of the day. And for some people, it's not. But, um, you know, four years in the military is free. You know, you're going to get your college paid for and everything. So and just the growth that you can get as a person, you know, even if you hate your time in the military, man, like you're still going to grow as a person. You know, you're going to find out truly what you like, what you don't like. And, you know, you'll really get a, a good beeline for what you're trying to do. That's some real talk right there, man, for real. I think yeah. that's definitely going to touch somebody or get through to someone who's literally on the verge of either thinking about joining or, you know, it's crossed their mind at least once or twice. Thank you mm -hmm. for, for giving me the real, yeah. <laughs> you know, for real. I appreciate it's a, that. It's absolute honor to be on your podcast, man. Yeah, no problem, man. It's an honor to have you on there. And um, i seen on your Instagram, and I would love to put that uh, clip that, that you um, posted a while back when you was actually at high school and giving a speech about, um, you know, trying to just recruit uh, young kids and tell them what it's like. So I want to ask you, what was that experience like talking in front of a class or in front of any big group uh, presentation? Because I've always known you to be kind of, you know, he was outgoing, but also quiet too. So it's like, I know that yeah, had to kind of yeah. nerve wracking, man. Man, dude, I remember the first time I ever like talked to a group. I mean, it's weird, man. Like, you don't think it's going to bother you because you like, I'm a grown ass adult. Like, I don't care if some freaking high school kid doesn't like my presentation. Like, mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm going to go home. You're going to go to fourth period. Like, whatever. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> nah, man. But like, it's crazy how like you get up in front of them and it's like, dang, right? They probably roasting me right now. And I'm like, God damn. But, it's, but that's real stuff that people, you know, think about. And this goes just for like, you know, anything, man. But it's it's nerve wracking at first, but I think you know with time you get better and better at it. You know once you get that kind of first positive reaction or like you kind of say that one thing that you can tell like you looking out in the crowd and you see that one kid and you're like, dang, I really just resonated with that dude, or I really just said something that made his light bulb go off. And then you know you talk to him afterwards and he's like, yo man, like you made the light bulb go off, and it's just like yeah. Uh, okay this is starting to get easier and easier and i think just from like a recruiter aspect of it is that you know you got to look at it from like you have to be professional up there and you have to have confidence you know you can't go up there and uh uh blah blah uh uh because them high school kids are ruthless bro like they'll they'll, they'll tell oh, you yeah. what's up oh yeah we, we used to be but one then, of them <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean me no. <laughs> That's true, and man. Then, and you just gotta look at it like, hey, like that's my like reputation up there, you know. Because mm -hmm. if you go up there and you and you shit the bed, bro, like that's gonna be how they're gonna portray you probably for the rest of the time you're out there. So mm -hmm. you have to go up there and you have to have confidence. You know, you gotta have some swag with it. And even if you mess it up, just be confident. You know, just mm -hmm. just keep it rolling, man. So I, I will say that is a, a big skill that you learn as a recruiter probably the number one thing man is just having confidence and just you know having good speaking presentation skills and you know something i always ask all my uh my guests mm -hmm. is their favorite quote or favorite saying and i can only imagine the quotes and sayings that you've given so many people that you've impacted their lives but i want to ask you what's your favorite quote or saying that you lean on during the good times or the bad times oh man i got I've been thinking, I've been planning this for like three days. I was like, I got to come up with a good quote. <laughs> awesome, man. Let's hear it. Okay. I was like, can't disappoint my man. I got to have something ready. So All right. uh, my, my favorite quote to me personally is the distance between the distance between dreams and reality is a thing called action. And, and what that means is everybody had, everybody has dreams. Everybody has ambitions Everybody has that one thing that they always want to do. But, man, if you don't actually put action towards achieving that goal, you know, whether it be something small or something big, you're never going to achieve it. So if you really want to chase your dreams, you know, you have to hustle and you have to have goals and you have to work to actively achieve those goals or your dreams will never become a reality. Mm. Ooh, that was good, man. That was really good. On that one. You, you brought the heat with that one. Man. I need all my peeps. Man, share share this to someone who need to hear that, man. Because 
I've I've talked to so many people, man, that they like, man, I'm so proud of you doing this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's been my dream. And they're like, wow, you know, like, I can't believe you did. I would love to chase my dream. I'm like, what's stopping you? And they're like, oh, I, I don't have the time or energy. I don't have, you know, this, this, that. And then, you know, I tell them, you know, I didn't have a lot of that, you know, anything. So I said, if anyone watched episode one, I mean, I, I think I talked about uh, freedom. So I said, I had literally a lamp. <laughs> Like a like a like a freaking lamp for the living room <laughs> behind my my laptop, which was just my um, webcam that I had before I got the camera I got now, which I'm gonna upgrade that mm-hmm. soon too. But you know, d- didn't have a background, didn't have questions really written down like that. I mean, it was crazy. All I had was passion and action. And for you to say, man, that please, my peeps, share that to someone who needs to hear that, man, because that that's gonna separate the dreamers to the believers. Yeah, man. Definitely, man. So, um, I've been in a really good place mentally lately because I've been going through a lot, and um, things are really starting to turn around. And uh, that's that's awesome. That's, thank, that's awesome. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And what's been helping me with that is gratitude. Like I wake up grateful uh, for just something like every day, and that's just starting me off right. So I've been really trying to hit this, you know, home with a lot of my guests is gratitude mm-hmm. and asking them what are three things that they're they're grateful for in their life. Oh man, um, I, I would say the three things that I'm most grateful for is uh, probably my my fiance because without her, I, I probably I wouldn't be shit. Just to keep <laughs> it real, man. Thank you. Um, hell yeah, appreciate you, man. Um, her number one. Uh, number two, I'd probably say uh, my Marines, just because uh, they're they're from all different walks of life. They're all different, but you know they're some of the most grateful, you know, loyal people that I've ever met, man. And you know they're they're always one to to keep it real. But just to see how much passion and care that you know you can have for another person. And, you know, the stuff you're, you'd be willing to do, you know, for somebody, I think it's just extremely monumental. So, you know, a shout out to them. Um, I would say the third thing I'm grateful for, man, is just is uh, family and friends, bro. I know that's a really a really broad term, but, you know, having a strong support network, I think, is is really critical to, you know, to achieve success, man. And, you know, you got to have that. You know, having people in your corner who are going to support you. You know, I can't tell you, man, how many times, like, I've been like, bro, I can't do it. I can't do this. Even this, man. I was like, dude, I'm going to get on Alvin's podcast and freaking jack it up some way. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, nah, bro, you, you've been great, man. I mean, this, I'm really enjoying this. And I mean, actually, you're, you're the first, uh, you know, representation of the military, um, you know, that I've had really on the show. Well, actually, okay, I had Colin, uh, Colin on here, too. Wait, I'm sorry, but <laughs> at least someone you know who's, who's recruiting and acting like that's, that's big for me. And you did a great job, and still are, bro. And I know your words, your quotes, your example is going to touch somebody. It's touched. It's touched me. It's opened my eyes up a lot. Man. Yeah, audience. Yeah, man. I'd say a, a big part is just kind of the you know the confidence and and the warmth that you give off, bro. You know, um, you really kind of just really just got that good people energy and that vibe, man. Like as soon as I came in here, I was like, dang, man, I'm kind of nervous. Like it's crazy. But then I was just like, man, just your flow, man. And, you know, your energy, man, just it it instantly I feel like makes people comfortable. And um, it's just been awesome to kind of see, you know, some of the stuff that you've covered, man. Some of the people that you've had on the show, dude, is it's what's up, man. You know, it's it's good stuff. It's really informative stuff. And I think there's so much stuff that you can learn, you know, from you and all the guests that you've had, man. Definitely. Thank you. That means a lot, man. I mean, that's always been my thing where I'm like, man, if I could at least touch or impact one person that's watching this or listening, then I'm, mm-hmm. I'm complete. And I still get messages from people who's watching past episodes. They're like, man, this was awesome. Or, or you're going to get this person back on the show. Like, I'm extremely grateful. And you're always welcome back on the show, too, bro. So Thanks, for, man. It'd be an honor. Oh, yeah. No problem, man. For all my peeps out here and new audience, uh, where can they find you on social media? Um, So I can uh, 
just shoot you my Instagram, man. So uh, they can, uh, you can link it, man. Um, it's probably like the only platform I'm on. Um, if they really about it, you know what I'm saying? Come see me at the officer recruiter in Raleigh, but <laughs> yeah, definitely. You can shoot me that too. I'll, I'll put it into the, uh, the video to have it then, you know, cause I, you know, we're in Fayetteville and I know there's a lot of people hungry to really get out of Fayetteville and wanting to, um, you know, take that next step in life. Yeah, man, definitely. All right. So just one last question, bro. And then I think we're, we're finished for the day. I just want to ask, do you have any, Last message that for anyone who's watching, um, anyone you want to shout out or just thank for anything else, and any last words, basically. Uh, yeah, man. Um, I would say you know, last thing. Uh, everybody has a tribe. I feel out in the world, and it's perfectly okay if it takes a while for you to find it. Um, you know, have confidence. Always have confidence, man. Like at the end of the day, you know, God made each of us, you know, to be unique. And just to anybody out there, man, like don't ever feel like you can't do something. Don't ever feel like you're not good enough. Don't ever feel like nobody's going to love you or care about you because there is there's somebody and there's something out there for everybody. And it, it may take it may take a long time of searching. But at the end of the day, you know, you are going to find it. And uh, that's just something that powers me every day, man. It's just saying like a. Hey, you know, I am who I am, and that's perfectly fine. That's that, man. Sean Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Great interview, bro. Thank you, man. I cannot wait for this to come out. And like I said, all my peeps, definitely continue to support, share. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram. You can follow Sean on Instagram as well. I have it all linked in there. And this is a great, great episode, bro. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I was looking forward to it, man. Definitely, man. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You too, brother. Thank you for everything and everything that you do, man. No problem, brother.